Hello Questies, Anna here and welcome to this episode of Quest for Confidence. Now I did say this episode would be called Hips Don't Lie because Greg and I have been learning the most fantastic exercise for steering your horse which really does help with your confidence because it makes you feel less wobbly. However, I'm going to have to bump that one on an episode because as I found out this week, confidence really does come in waves. There's highs and there's lows. And sometimes you can also think your horse is behaving like a right willy. Or is he? So I've got my lesson today. Greg just got here in the tack room. I'm glad he's so perky because I'm not feeling it. (laughs) I don't know what the hell is happening, Greg. I feel really tearful actually now I'm talking to you. I really want to ride today and I am going to ride today. Mm. So don't worry about that. Um... But I'm feeling really nervous and I'm frustrated and I'm annoyed and everything. And I think oh. I know why I'm feeling this way today. Jacob's just been a novel week. Right. Like, not for riding. I haven't ridden because of the weather. It, and I'm going to defend myself here. I know I've been banging on about I'll ride in the rain, I'll ride in the sleep. Yeah. But we've had like 10 days worth of rain in one day here in Wales. Yeah. So some days you do have to resign yourself to the weather. We have had some evil storms. Yeah, it's been pretty grim. And because of that, the horses have spent more time indoors. And he's a big boy. And the others have been all right about it. They're like, cheers, food. I'll stay in, I'm yeah. fine. Whereas Jacob's like a big presence at the door. You let me out. Yeah. You let me out. And I can really feel it on him. And on one day, he was really quite bargy. And then I've let them out. And every time I've let them out, he's gone ballistic. Been really good going to the field. Yeah. But running off, doing laps of the field, bucking with such enthusiasm he's farting at the same time you know those kind of bucks yeah and i'm stood there i'm stood there thinking i'm gonna have to put a beep in but i'm stood there i'm I'm thinking oh my god geez like thank god i haven't got him out to ride not that he would Mm. do that when i'm riding i don't know but i just did it yesterday georgia came over to ride because i'm still not quite well Mm. georgia said i'll give him a good blast for you i was like okay so she came over and he's in a field full of grass that he's not normally in, and we couldn't catch him. He was an utter twat. He mm. really was, and it was a steep hill. Second so every, yeah, so every time we got to the bottom, he buggered off up the top. But he wasn't just running away from us and back and forth. He was really herding the others and mm. just being really not my lovely sweet Jakey, yeah. but he was like Jacob the Stallion this week. Right. And that's really what's got my heart pumping. I put him out this morning. He's run off like a knob. Mm. Again, running, bucking, farting all around. The, and I just think, oh, my God, I've got to get on that. Mm. That's where I'm at. Right. <laughs> so, like, first things first, what you need to remember is... Um, I'm sorry, I'm crying. Oh, don't be I'm silly. Really You're fine. I'm really silly because I so want to do it. But listen, right, <laughs> the, the things you've got to remember is, first off... Um, so where Anna is situated, her bottom field that she would normally use for her winter turnout got ever so slightly flooded. And when I say ever so slightly flooded, I mean you couldn't see any grass in there. So she's had to use one of her summer fields for turnout. Now this field has been rested pretty much most of the year. So that it's got a good thick covering of green, lush, lovely grass on it. The stuff that most of us would dream about putting our horses on. But 
that is also going to be quite sugary because we've had some a few frosty mornings and things like that which bring the sugars to the ends so of the it birth. is the food then it is the food so there will be there'll be an element of that to oh, it. Okay. but also what you need to what you need to start thinking about is uh, and, and this has been a bit of a, a, a thread for you. You see your horse react to something. See, that's him kicking the door yeah. there now. And that's just evil Jacob right but now. You, you <laughs> automatically go to a place where you're riding him. Yeah. Or if he... I'm glad he's not doing that when I'm on him. I'm glad I'm not there when, you know, then this is happening and I'm riding him. But he's not necessarily doing that when Can you're you hear riding that? him. That's him. I can hear that. But, you know, he's frustrated. He's bored. They all oh, are. Oh, good Lord. It's winter. You know, horses, some horses, you know, are in 24-7. Some horses are in through, you know, the night, through the night, out in the day. Some horses are out for a couple of hours in the day. Um, and they're all a bit more frustrated. You can imagine now being kept in your room 24-7. Yeah, but right. he was out all day yesterday because I couldn't bloody catch him. And then this, I've just brought him in about half an hour before mm. you got here. And normally he'll come in, he's sweet, Jay, you're like, hello, lovely. You know, and then he comes, he trundles in. He has stood at the gate like he's extremely proud of himself today. Two hands higher with his head yeah. in the air, rolled in mud, looking like the meanest machine I've ever seen. Is he's, that in my head? No, well... It, <laughs> It kind of is, but at the same token, he's just spent, you know, what, like, let's say, what, 48 hours on the equivalent of spring grass in December. Oh, God, I feel sick now. You've just said that. <laughs> but you don't need to feel sick about that. You know, we will manage whatever ever sort of mood he's in. Um, you know, you need to remember that, essentially, your horse is very kind, very sweet. He doesn't go out of his way to hurt anybody. That's no. not what he's about. Horses aren't like that. Right. Yeah. So, you know, don't constantly look at him and try and read him like that. He's, you know, what kind of mood is he in? Am I going to get away with this today? You know, we need to go off and we need to see what we can do with him. Right. I'm holding my breath even as you're talking. I can it feel might, myself doing it. It might be the case we'll pop him on the <sighs> lunge before you get on. Oh, geez. No, he's, I, I get scared looking at him on the lunch. Well, it might be the case that <laughs> I might take him off and give him a lunge before you get on him. Oh, God. See, no. I, in my brain, I'm thinking that's going to wind him up. No. I know. Your horse is a cob. He has a finite amount of energy. If I take him off up there and give him a lunge and he has a canter round, around, 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 by the time you get on him, he'll be so knackered. Oh, all right. I mean, the very fact I'm even contemplating getting on is still does show how far I've come. Yeah. I think for me as well, when I had a lesson last week, I... I've been feeling so confident lately and I must have been driving you all mad quest. He's going, it's so great. It's so great for me. Isn't it so great? I'm so positive. And then out of the blue, Stu's just come in. Hi, Stu. Oh, yeah. You saw it last week. Jacob did the most minimal of spooks in the school, but it felt like he was going to bugger off. And this was last week. And it absolutely rocked me. It was just so out of the blue, so out of the everything. And what rocked me about it was... I talk about in other episodes mm. my neck strap. I talk about the, the freedom of forward and all of that jazz, which is all true, by the way. Mm -hmm. But in that split second, my brain wiped the lot of it. I forgot everything I've been telling myself, all these tools I've got, these new fancy tools. I bloody forgot them all. And I think that's been on my mind as well, that I bloody forgot. You're feeding the negative again. Do you remember when we had that oh. conversation about when you feed your brain and you keep feeding your brain, you know what could go wrong yeah so you need to keep feeding your brain again about what goes right yeah i saw that spook last week it was nothing it was a tiny spook but you sat perfect 
to it. Music perfect. And you carried on riding, so... But yeah. the, interesting, the interesting thing about that, Anna, and how you feel is compared to how it was, is that, you know, you felt like your brain stopped working, but actually I saw in the lesson evidence of it working. So whereas before you would have shut down, and you admitted to me when you were on the back of the horse, you'd shut down and you'd have gone, that would be the point I would normally get off. I'd have definitely got off. It would be, that's game over. Yeah. Instead of which against your brain's sort of ability to freak out you turned him around and walked toward the thing that spooked him yeah so you know effectively you didn't shut down you didn't stop a small amount of your brain was able to continue moving and continue pushing you then went on to have a very good lesson where we worked a lot on transitions we worked a lot on uh rain changes to get him to settle and listen to you and for you to settle and listen to him. Yeah. And the remainder of the lesson, which was actually, you know, he spooked fairly early on in the lesson. So, you know, for the remainder of the lesson, he was actually foot perfect. And My heart was him pounding well. though. But don't... <laughs> My don't, legs went like jelly. <laughs> yeah, but don't take away from the fact. So don't counteract a positive with a negative. Uh-huh. Yeah? Counteract a positive with another positive. So where, where I'm saying to you is, you know, the remaining of that lesson was actually really positive and he went really nicely for you, you did everything you wanted. Don't then counteract by going, oh, but my legs were jelly or my heart was pounding. Because even though those things happened, you still continued and you still were able to manage and you still got through and still had a successful lesson. And that's the key. Yeah. It isn't about eliminating these things. Like I said to you in the very first podcast, we can't get rid of fear. It's one of the few emotions we're born with. It has its purpose. It stops us doing stupid things like getting on a building and jumping off. So it's, it's a necessity for yeah. us. But what we need to do is we need to apply it appropriately. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you have been riding for more years of your life than you haven't. Yeah. And you have been training all those years, having lessons with various different instructors, gleaning pieces of information from everybody to get you to the point where although you feel like you don't know what you're doing, you actually do because your body takes over and you continued and actually you were able to push through. I've said to you many, many times, Anna, we can have loads of lessons on the days where the weather is great, the sun is out, it's a nice temperature, no no wind, just a gentle breeze to keep you cool as you're riding. But we don't get to the the nuts and bolts of these problems we can learn in those on those days mm-hmm. we can learn how to correct our position and to improve the way of going of the horse but when you have a confidence issue and you're fine pretty much apart from when the weather is bad or you know he's a bit more lit up or, or whatever those are the moments that we need to be having the lessons yeah. so that we can push through and I can take you step by step through what you need to do to manage and nine times out of ten, Anna, it is about managing you rather than managing him. I know. And I, and I think the fact that I'm feeling so sick right now and feeling how I'm feeling, today is a good day to have a lesson yeah. with that. And, and also, I just want to acknowledge, Greg, I, I know in my heart one of the main reasons I'm feeling so nervous right now is because I haven't ridden all week. Mm. And right at the beginning of me taking lessons with you, you give me homework to do in the week. Yeah. And that 
that repetitiveness of the hours spent in the saddle has helped my confidence yeah. and I think this is a real testament to that that I haven't done it this week yeah. and therefore it's feeling like such a momentous event yeah. that's built up in my mind exactly. if, I, if the weather had been on my side this week and I'm, it's not an excuse to whether I promise you we really were literally Tom Daly could have taken a dive in my field it was that yeah. bad on Tuesday but if I had ridden even once or twice this week I'd have been moved on since that spook, yeah. but that spook's my last ride, and that's all I've hung on to all week, and I haven't got past it. But Anna, this is what's important, right? You know, we don't we don't do what you know. Step A, step B, step C. Oh look, confidence is here. Right, thanks very much. Off we go. I thought it was though. That's what's no. upsetting me. It, it takes you know. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna do. Honestly, that's what's upsetting me. Confidence I I'd done it. is like layers of phyllo pastry. Yeah. Right. So you know how thin they are. Well, I right? eat a lot, darling. So yeah. But. <laughs> You know, well, then you know, like, you have an apple turnover, right? How many layers of phyllo pastry make the case of that? Yeah. How easy is it to break into one? Right? Very. Very easy. It's, it's a process. It takes time. You know, what's, what's hard won, it can be easily lost. But the, the important thing to know is that you haven't, at this moment, lost anything. You're having a dip. Gaining confidence is about peaks and troughs. It's waves, isn't it? It's, yeah, it's, you have your high moments and your low moments. There are times when you feel like you can conquer the world and there are times where you feel like you can't do anything and you wonder why you do it. And that's very normal and very natural, right? But you have regular training uh, with me. So, you know, I'm here I'm to so support lucky. you. Yeah. I'm not going to put you in a situation that's dangerous or that's pushing you beyond what you're confident and comfortable to do i, I will, know i will make you take baby steps to the edge of your confidence but i won't make you go over that and it's about building on positive experiences and it's about building on times when you know that you are at your lowest and proving to yourself that even in that situation you can still manage and that is the key it's just knowing that you can manage even when you feel like the odds are stacked against you. Yeah. Those are the things, those are the situations that really build the confidence, not the other stuff where all your ducks are in a row and the gods are smiling on you, weather-wise, conditions-wise. We have had, you know, we've had Storm Arwen here, um, which had hit pretty hard, and then we've had a very another storm, um, I think Storm Barra, uh, straight off the back of that which actually here in Wales, where we live, hit us much harder in this location. And it really, I mean, it was like biblical rain. <laughs> it really was. Um, so, you know, and... <laughs> oh, Stu's giving me a hug. And everybody's <laughs> not riding at the minute because yeah. of the same thing. Unless you're fortunate enough to have an indoor arena and we haven't won the lottery yet. So... I think for me, I think I'm crying so much today just because I'm just so bloody frustrated i don't want to feel this way yeah i absolutely don't i'm really fuming with myself right now but you need to not be fuming with yourself because it's this is normal and it's natural and it's to be expected listen i have i been, didn't expect it though it's come from the blue for but me but i did i've been doing this a long time <laughs> anna and i've been working with an awful lot of people with confidence issues right you come in you fix a few things and they start to feel amazing and then Along comes the first big challenge. Yeah. The first thing that would normally be one of their triggers. And that's when they crumble down. And it's not about it's not about breaking down. It's about remembering that you can continue to build 
you know it's not a you know you haven't lost anything you're gaining all the time and learning that you can feel this way and still do and still push this will be a bigger win after today when you get off the feeling you, i promise you i know i right, want that make sure you look at me the feeling you're going to feel after this is going to be better than any other day you've had okay because like this is your first real big challenge where you feel at your lowest you feel like he's not with you you feel like you're a bit of an island I feel like I'm going to tack up Satan yeah. is what I feel like right now well I promise you you're not <laughs> I know right because your boy is actually a very very sweet very kind horse um I know I, I think you just sort of I think you're overreading him yeah. all the time constantly sort of weighing him up to see what kind of mood he's in and you know I hate to say it He's a boy and we're quite simple creatures, you know, keep us fed and keep us dry and we're quite happy. Um, and he's, you know, testament to that because he's had a jolly good time in that paddock. <laughs> he definitely has. So, you know, I think, what, you know, it's, it's that classic example. And I'm sure loads of you guys can relate to this. You go to go ride your horse. You're feeling at a low ebb. You feel like the weather's against you or you've had a bad day and you feel a bit Oh, you're convinced upset. your horse is going to be a knob today. Yeah. And like th mm. I, that's why I'm going to call this episode Waves and Willies mm. because it's about the waves of confidence you get and then the, the low mm. part that you don't even see coming. And also willies. Can horse be, horses, is it such a thing horses can be silly willies depending on the time of year and the yeah. weather? Yeah. They can. So it's yeah. not just me. It's not in my head then. No, there's a, there's a spring flush and there's the autumn flush. Right, so on the grass... Um, in the spring, as the weather begins to warm up and uh, things start to grow. So uh, general, general rule of thumb is that below six degrees, grass doesn't grow. Okay. So over six degrees, it grows. But in the spring, obviously, we have warmer days. The, uh, the, the, we, have long, we start to have longer days. And so the sun is a bit warmer um, and it encourages the sugars to grow to the ends of the grass which then in turn, obviously, you've got longer days, you have longer periods of time on the sun, the ground begins to warm up, everything starts to grow, you have more sugar in the grass, so everything goes a little bit more crackers. Yeah. In, not, not every horse, but some, a lot of horses do. And then in the autumn, you have a similar situation again. You have the, what they call the last flush. So you, you have a few sunny days, September, October time. Um, the ground is still warm from the summer. The grass has another last hip hip hooray and the horses eat that and they start to feel a bit more sort of you know sort of toddler on you know mcdonald's and uh sugary drinks and you hand them back to their parents like numb with sugar <laughs> and so that's a bit the same um and in in this particular incident incidence you know you you have a paddock which is i mean guys if you could see it <laughs> it's the it's the kind of paddock we all dream we could put our horses on it's like all beautiful lush thick grass you know at, at this time of year it's about ankle deep already. it is and it's you know and it's good it the ground is good so it's relatively dry up there so you know the horses have basically just been turned out in paradise and anna here was wondering why her horse 
didn't want to come in. I know. Now you say it like that, I feel like such an idiot. I really do. And also, I said to you at the beginning of this chat, look, he's banging the door. He's the devil incarnate. My tack room is also my feed room and the lights are on and we're all in here talking. Yeah. So I need to calm down and have a word myself. So let's go and have a ride, Greg. I think the very fact that I'm willing to tack up and get on. That's the step. And I'm not even bothered by the, the drizzle outside. I'm not bothered. So I don't know. You've done something to me, darling, anyway, yeah. with my training. My training has hasn't been lost no it's just that feeling a week of oh bloody hell why have i gone back to being a loser i don't want to be like this but listen you're not a loser (laughs) and you haven't but you haven't gone backward (laughs) right you haven't gone backward and you know this is what will prove it to you yeah the fact that you like you said to me you stood here you want to tack up you want to do something that proves to you whereas before you'd have gone under the duvet had a good cry got someone else to ride him yeah and stayed there for the day feeling like emotionally kicking your own self yeah, for it yeah but you're not doing that anymore i'm not doing that and then my little plan for today is i know we talked about the promise as well and i'm okay with that mm. i'm okay with whatever's going to happen is going to happen i can't change it mm. but I, it's how i react to it the one thing i've been kicking myself about all week is when he did that spook last week i pulled up i turned into the middle i said you oh greg i need to get off my legs like jelly and and you talked me into it got me carry on riding the very fact that i i've diagnosed this the very fact that i was able to stop pull into the middle and then moan about the fact that my mm. horse was about to kill me kind of proves that he wasn't about to kill me and you so. <laughs> and also guys she was able to do that while still riding her horse yeah and um so but i want to be more prepared for it this week because i don't want to do that if i get a spook today i don't want to do that i want to carry on riding listen is listen. there something i can shout like a code word to myself no. a safe word to remember to keep riding no, and, and that's the point you 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 have just completely your frustration has stopped you from seeing the point Mm -hmm. right think about it what would you have done before i'd have got off 100 percent. yeah so the fact that even though you moaned about it but you stayed there she moaned about it guys and was (laughs) diagnosing it as she was not only sitting on the horse but moving him she was riding (laughs) him around the arena i know but i don't want to pull in and stop this time i want to carry on as in like just carry on and i understand that Right, but you've got to you've got to take like I said to you at the very beginning when I first started teaching you, you have to take every small win. Yeah. Right? So before that would have ended play. You'd have been an emotional, hysterical mess, crying everywhere, um, leading him in, feeling like crap. Yeah. You didn't do that. You had a blip and then you had a chat with yourself and then you crapped on and then you were self diagnosing what you were doing as you were riding him past the thing that was spooking him. If that isn't a big step up from where you were, I don't know what is. Yeah. So see it for what it is and don't assume that, you know, now that you're working on confidence, you should never be bothered by anything. We all are. If my horse, my horse is a five-year-old warm blood, right? And if, I, if I'm riding him and he sort of goes down the long side, for example, a bright sunny day casts shadows everywhere, right? My mm-hmm. horse is very sweet and he's a very good boy, but he's very athletic and he's very nimble. Um, and he'll be going down the long side, sweet as a nut, and then all of a sudden, uh, the sun will come from behind a cloud, create a shadow, and he's like, Whoa! and like, you know, it, it, it's a shock, because I'm not expecting it, because I'm relaxed and I'm riding it, and I, I even myself, I go, Whoa! I just carry on. But to it's expect, that carry on bit I want to do. But you did that, but Ooh, to, expect, to expect that, you can go from somebody who was getting off crying shaking being emotional to being i'm fine got this la 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 
in you know three easy steps that's yeah. not going to happen right we have we have a lifetime of uh negative connotations negative uh experiences and self you know self disbelief to push through the fact that you continued is the biggest thing that you can go for at this moment you have this is also guys the first spook <laughs> that jake has done spook that it was uh, it really wasn't it, it felt massive though but, but it's i trust the first, you it's the first experience of this that anna has had since i've been teaching her since the summer mm. this horse has not looked at a thing in that way before so and when i say he spooked he literally dipped his head to one side and his inside shoulder came in and then he straightened up but the reason he straightened up was because unbeknownst to anna she actually corrected him but she was too busy going oh in her head to notice my legs went done. like jelly that i can't even describe it you can't feel or control your legs they went like jelly well that's what they felt like, but your inside leg went on beautifully because he went straight over. All right, then. Well, I'm going to dry my eyes, I'm going yep. to tack up, and I am bloody determined to have this ride today. And yeah. I just wanted to share this pep talk with you guys, Questies, because anyone out there that feels sick at the thought of riding, I got you, darling. I absolutely yeah. got you. So does Greg. Yeah. And um, you're not alone. You're really not alone. And I just hope... Well, I'm determined for you to have a positive ride today to prove it can be done. And I'll tell you what, Anna, as well, at the end of this, if you do well, if you do good, I promise you, you can have a big fat Christmas gin. Oh, my God. Deal. Deal. <laughs> right, let's go. OK, then, guys. So welcome back. We have ridden. We are post-riding. I'm we alive. Got a cup of tea. <laughs> so, Anna... How was it? Well, I'm alive, darling, and I'm drinking my tea, and I'm feeling really good. I told you that would be the case, didn't I? I didn't disbelieve you. I think my tears were from feeling... As a nervous rider, it's the worst thing. It's like you're continuously punching yourself in the face. Mm. And I know I'm doing it. I know I'm being irrational. I know I'm doing all of these things. And I just want to stop doing it to myself. I'm driving myself. and probably you mad. No, you're not driving me mad, I promise you. It's just, it's very difficult. Sometimes, you know, part of the problem with having a, a nervous disposition around horses or just being in that mindset at that moment is the way that you sort of chop everything up into such tiny bits that you can't then take a step back and see the bigger picture because you over-focus on one element. And actually what we did today was an exercise in getting you to take a step back and just see the whole picture not just one ride we're not we're not focusing on one ride we're, we're looking to change the way you do everything mm -hmm. from the way you think about your horse the way you act around him the way you ride him the way you do everything we are sweeping the board clean of all of the stuff that's gone before all the negative information that you fed yourself yeah and we're uploading more programs of positivity yeah and showing you in in real time what you can do and interestingly enough one of the one of the things that you were most concerned about today was the fact that he you know was being very bolshy he looked very lit up and it was so interesting to see that you were having to click and use an awful lot of leg to keep him going <laughs> but he did feel like a coiled spring still it was weird but then you know it does he feel like a coiled spring or are you sitting tense 
and creating tension down through him, which then makes him feel like he needs to react a little bit to that. You know, like if you imagine a, a oh, fly can. A dog's fly... popped off, I'm sorry. Can you smell that? Yeah. Oh, it's awful. Do you want me to spray or you want to? It's really. I've only got a little dog, guys, and it's. Oh my God, that was definitely a. Sorry, continue. I just can't, can't breathe. <laughs> oh, Stuart's in here as well. Stuart's joking. Oh, Stuart, open a window. Spray. All right, bear with, guys. I'm going to get a spray. Sweet Lord. Oh, Lord, Tinkerbell, you need to see the doctor. Crawled up you Such and died. A, well, God knows, honestly. <laughs> so, a quest for confidence, quest for colons going on here, darling, today. Right, sorry, I'm for breeze. Right, there you go. Continue. I just, I just sorry, Greg. It, I think it was brilliant how Stuart took a sip of his tea just as he smelt it. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Greg, we digressed. But yeah, so. <laughs> You know, what was what was really interesting for me today was that the, the watching Anna come to the, the realisation that just because her horse looked a certain way or was appearing to be a certain way didn't mean he was going to be a certain way. And it was interesting that the way that her mind was working by watching him in the field uh, over the last week, sort of kicking up his heels and letting off that energy, how she had sort of formulated the opinion that he was getting more wound up whereas I would view that as him actually expelling the excess energy so feeling so being able to then be more relaxed and more natural in himself so when it came to riding and uh interestingly <coughs> I was right yeah and do you know what though Greg as well you were getting me to breathe and what was interesting was I when I was tacking up I said to Greg it was just a flyaway comment I made to Greg and Stu. There's that the weird thing is, I should do some more hacking because I'm a happy hacker at heart, and I I haven't been hacking much, and I should do some more happy hacking. And then Stuart says I find that really weird because I find hacking more um, scary than the thought of going around the arena, right? No, yeah, that's great. Yeah. yeah, and you thought that was weird for me to say that as a nervous person. So Greg goes, well, okay, let's go up the lane then. And we tacked up and we went up the lane and back. You guys came on foot. And then I rode straight from the lane into the arena. And, yeah, he was really looky-looky. And it was really interesting. Going up the lane, because I'm used to hacking out, the more you hang on to a horse when you're hacking out, the more wound up they're going to get. So I'm well trained in relax, let him go. Whereas if he was going around the arena like that, I'd be going, oh, my God, Craig, oh, my jelly legs and all the rest of it. So it really... You use that as an exercise, didn't you, to yeah. show me that actually it makes no difference where you are. Yeah, I got you to to remember, by going down the lane, we, we sort of got you to find the relaxation in your own body. So that when, um, when we then rode up to the arena, you applied the same way of going to being in the arena. Mm-hmm. So you just didn't do anything differently. You just carried on. That relax. Sometimes, guys, you have to sort of, you have to sort of, almost fake that relaxation in your own body. You, you know, you have to appear confident. I don't mind if in your own head you're running around screaming, waving your hands. That's fine. But as long as your body appears relaxed and is giving that sensation to the horse that I've got this, I've got you, we've got all of this, 
then that's all that matters because mm-hmm. the horse will relax and you will then relax. Yeah. You know, but as Anna was as Anna was finding out today, and it was a big a big day for Anna, because I think Anna thought it was going to be, you know, working through confidence, you know, nailing off something each week, doing really well, progressing on to the next step, onward and upward. But actually, it doesn't work like that. You know, it is about peaks and troughs. The troughs can be way lower than you have appreciated. It can feel like at times you are not even right back to where you started, but you feel like you're even lower than where you started from. Um, But actually, that's all part of the process. It is absolutely imperative that you continue sticking with the plan. Keep pushing, keep going. Acceptance is so important massively the acceptance side of things and i think for me i know i know now as we sat here having a cup of tea i am fully accepting in my mind that i am going to have more lows mm. i absolutely am and they're not the end of the world they're yeah. natural so when i'm feeling the high like i am again yeah. now i i am not going to be like i've cured my confidence yeah it, that's it i'm done i know that i know it's something that i'm going to have to work on and yeah. you said to me Everybody feels scared sometimes. Yeah, and what was really interesting, I think, for you today was to understand that um, because you you found yourself in a real deep low, yeah, where you then felt kind of like all the confidence that you had fought for had gone, yeah, and it was never going to come back. But that's not the case. You are working to a program, so you know you are okay to feel at your lowest ebb. That's fine. But because you're working through a programme, you do actually have something to fall back on that you didn't have beforehand. Yeah. So when you are feeling these lowest of the lows, it's about accepting the fact that that's just, that's just where you're at that day. Mm-hmm. But knowing that you have support behind you and you will rise again from that and you can rise again, you know, isn't nothing in this world is well well, that's you done we're never going to revisit this again now i'm gonna have to sell the house sell the horse (laughs) go live in a flat in london that's not (laughs) that's not what the case is it's about you know as i keep saying these are the these are the days that make you these are the days that really push the confidence because you know this time next year when you look back you'll be like i've ridden in rain i've ridden in wind I've maybe even ridden in snow. I've done this, I've done that. You will, in this time, this this first 12 months of, of your lessons, you will have done more challenging stuff riding this horse, and I will make sure that you do. You do more challenging stuff riding this horse than you have done in all the years that you've had him. Yeah. And so when you come to your your second year... It will feel like, well, I've done, well, I don't need to be so worried about that because we have done a bit of something like that and we have done a bit of something like that. So you will know him in every scenario, not just like you do on the ground, but know him, know him like the riding partner that he is to you. Yeah, absolutely. I, I really look forward to that. And already... Although I felt a massive low today, I could still recognise things that I hadn't lost. Mm. So definitely when we we were tacking up, I said it to you, and definitely afterwards, it rained quite a bit when we had mm. our lessons today. Do you know, I didn't even acknowledge it. No, <laughs> and you this didn't. Is, before I bring up and go, oh, I don't know if I'll have our lesson tomorrow. It's, 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 
rain from one till two (laughs) and things like that so i don't do you know the the things that used to be major blockers and excuses not to ride at all are gone Mm. that i don't even think of i didn't even think about it was weird it was like it wasn't happening so yeah i i definitely i think that's like we say the waves of confidence and the waves of learning so you know waves they cut they go up they go down mm. and um it's yeah. just you know you just have to you have to work really really hard really hard to change the mindset that's yeah. the key yeah. change the way you think you know if you know you if you're one of those people that's kind of quite negative about yourself negative about your riding or if you're not even sure ask somebody that you you know and trust and say do you think I'm a bit negative about my riding or the way I am? And if they go, uh, yeah, <laughs> then you know that you are. And then you need to make a change. Small steps, you know, and just say, accept the small win. You know, OK, so you plan to ride. Uh, it was blowing a bit of a hoolie. You had a drop in your confidence. You did 10 or 15 minutes and you maybe only did two trots. Not as much as you planned to do. You were planning to do more. And so you feel like you're walking away, like you've kind of got somewhere, but you didn't really get everything you wanted because your old friend confidence got in the way. And you could walk away from that and go, oh, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I feel rubbish. Or you can go, actually, you know, a couple of months ago, I wouldn't even have entertained the idea. I wouldn't have even considered this as an option. So the fact that you are doing and understanding what I mean about taking the small wins mm-hmm. and putting them up and really looking at them properly, because if you look at those and you are changing, you know, Stuart said earlier, changing the narrative and you are, you are sort of accepting the positive, even in the smallest of detail, because if it's more than what you would have normally done, then it's a win. Yes. Absolutely. I totally agree with you. And we've we've called this episode Waves and Willies because it was, you know, your confidence comes and goes in waves. And I thought my horse was being an absolute willy all week. (laughs) And it's for me learning that just because he does that in the field doesn't translate into the school. And even as I've just sat there and said that out loud, he rolls in the field. Has he ever got down and rolled with me when I'm riding in the school? No. So just because he does it in the field doesn't mean he's going to do it in the school. But likewise, I said to you, I'm going to take away from today as well, just because today went well and he was being a willy Mm. this week, doesn't mean that he's not going to be a willy. You just need to stop trying to control the world. It's going to happen to you. And by the way, guys, our last episode was about that's life and trying to control the world around you. As we came back from our little walk up the lane before we went to the arena... Sorry, the bloody dogs are fighting now. Sorry. God, don't work with animals, darling. Um, yeah, and sorry, stop trying to control the world around you. As we kept rode back onto the yard from the lane, you have to go from the lane to the yard, then onto my school. So as we were going past, my husband, again, was banging around in the shed. And this great big bang, he dropped something in, in there. And I've shouted, oi, stop that. And he didn't hear me. And we're riding along and I'm going, Stuart, go in there, tell him to stop. And you said to Stuart, don't tell him to stop. And you said, Anna, stop. Trying to control the world. Yeah, didn't that's, that's that's quite often the case, particularly with uh, these people who are managers. <laughs> they like to manage everything. They like to control every possible thing that might could or possibly ever should go wrong around them. But 
you know, if you micromanage the, your scenarios to that degree, then when something does pop up, it, like, as it invariably will, it's a bigger shock. Mm-hmm. You know, life is happening all around you. You know, her, Anna's husband today needed to do some work in the shed. He always he was, needs to do bloody work in that bloody he, shed, but I'm riding. But he was doing his work, you know, but like Anna's going to be having some patches of fence work done in the next couple of weeks. That's going to need to be happening. Now, that might just be happening as Anna has found herself with an hour free from work to ride. Guess what? Those things are going to have to coincide. And weirdly, I am going to ride. If there's a dry patch and it's sunlight and I've got time, I am going to do that. But even if it's cloudy or even if there's a drop of drizzle. Yeah, I'm not going to let it stop me, which is really, really weird. Because when I first met you, Greg, and it was only a few months ago... No. Yeah. <laughs> There'll be men out there. There'll be diggers out there. They'll... No, absolutely yeah. not. So, yeah, that's definitely worked as well. So, lots and lots of wins from today. And, guys, if you're listening to this and you're wanting to go for a ride but you're feeling sick, we understand. I promise you, I was there about an hour ago. I absolutely understand. Just please do yourself a favour and get on that horse yeah. because you feel even worse when you don't. Yeah. And by not getting on... Greg said before, it's those hours spent in the saddle. And interestingly, what was making me nervous was that I hadn't ridden this week. I got out of the habit of riding quite a few times in the week. Mm. And that more riding helps with your confidence, mm. regardless of what that riding is doing. So, yeah. yeah, so that's really... So, every week we said we'd talk about a piece of kit that we've got either that's helping with our confidence, helping with our horses, our riding around the yard. I know I've got something I'd like to mention, but Greg, I always jump in there with what I've found. What have you found of late... Yes, so Anna, so basically we have a horse on the yard uh, that has, he's definitely a sort of a, a big, chunky cob guy. He was being a little bit uncomfortable in the contact, not really working through, um, and he was sticking his tongue out as he's being ridden. Now, that sort of alerted me to think that maybe perhaps some of his, the confirmation of his mouth was quite big and chunky. So after some uh, research and, and looking online, I decided I came across a group of bits from a company called the Bomber Bits. So we managed those, to find those blue ones. Yeah, they're the blue bits. So they do something called the Happy Mouth Range. I think it's called the Happy Mouth Range. It is designed for a horse with a larger tongue. So this one has a port in the middle of it. Now, a port is basically just a, a sort of a U shape okay. to the, the side of the bit. So if you imagine. Like if you imagine your horse's bottom jaw and you imagine the tongue lying sort of in between the teeth, the bit would be shaped up in the middle. Like a rainbow? Yeah, to create room for the tongue in the middle so that the the bit can sit over that. Is that what port is? Because I'm not even joking. Port to me is something my nan drinks at Christmas. Is that what they mean by a ported bit? A ported bit to Ah. give room for the tongue. Ah. And we've decided to go for hanging cheek variety got it from what does the hanging cheek do so the hanging cheek it's uh it applies a little bit of pole pressure just on the top of the bridle just to help with uh, a little bit of contact so in this particular scenario the rider of this horse has a slight left hand and arm disability so we needed something with that would just support that a little bit not not strong not difficult but just to help particularly with that as grip is a bit of an issue particularly on the one hand so um, in this particular scenario, this was a good fit for both horse and rider. We got it from the Horse Bit Bank, which was really useful. Oh, I've used those before and they are really good. Continue, yeah. tell everybody how that works. So basically, they're an online service that you can uh, scroll through. They have many, many pages of bits, many pages Loads. of bits. 
So you can purchase the bit, but they have an option on there. You tick a box that uh, you can have it on a 30 day trial. So you pay for it in full um, and effectively you then get sent the bit, which comes to you really easily and simply. You have 30 days to try it and ride. you can ride for 30 days if you ride every day for 30 days. And you really get a good feel of whether it suits your horse, whether it suits you. And then, yeah, but if it doesn't work out, you can then send it back. As long as you're in that 30 day trial period, yeah. you can then send it back, which is such a, you know, such a relief because these pieces of equipment, they're not, they're not cheap things to buy. No. So, you know, it is a, it, for the average person, myself included, a bit like that's quite a, an investment. It's a month's livery easily, isn't yeah. it? A bit like that. Yeah. So you really want to make sure that you're doing the right thing for you and your horse. So ideally you would change a bit probably get your instructor mm -hmm. to have a look at your horse's mouth conformation and also uh, maybe even recommend a type of bit for you if you they feel will the help need. with that as well by the way questies if you give the there's a phone number for the horse bit bank, ah. and if you phone them they do help help you recommend mm. things as oh, well that's really useful when it comes to the sending back as well i you've probably picked up from me questies i'm quite a faffer and when i first got Jacob, four years ago, he came, the dealer had sold him to me with a borrowed bridle and a borrowed saddle. And I had to go out and get my own. So I went and got what he seemed to have, but I don't think they sent him in his bridle or his bit. Mm. So it wasn't particularly measured to him, really, I don't think. So I ended up finding a bit, but then I ended up with a load of bits on the shelf in the tack room because... Oh, that was the wrong size, but I've I've ridden in it a few times before I've realised it was the wrong size. Yeah. So then I end up buying the same thing again, up or down. I think I had one bit in three different sizes. And by the end of it, well, I had about 10 bits and none of them were still suitable. So that's how I found this yeah. horse bit bank. And yeah, I was able to, I spoke to them, they recommended some bits. And then they sent them where I wasn't too sure on my sizing. They will help you with measuring. Mm. There's guides on there as well. But yeah, they sent them all. And I was able to try them, see how they fit in. It was great because some of them you put them straight in, you saw straight away, that's not quite right. Yeah. So that was brilliant. I haven't bought it, taken it off the packet, lost £100. Exactly. And I had quite a high value sent to me, and yeah. I think you did as well. Yeah. It was so blimmin' easy to send back. You just tick the boxes on the form, send it back. And you think, oh gosh, I hope I do get, you know, it doesn't go missing that, yeah. or it's going to be all difficult. They were bloody brilliant. It was yeah. like clockwork. How was yours? Yeah, really good. I mean, we, we actually kept the bit. The horse is, is being ridden in it now. Um, so, and I, I just want to touch on that, that actually they were really useful. I did actually give them a call because I couldn't find the size that I was looking for. This horse, like I said, has got quite a big mouth. Um, and so we had to find, I needed something that was a little less off the peg for him. And they actually managed to find something because it's a little bit over a six inch, but we managed to find uh, this particular shape bit, the fixed port rather than the movable one. So there's no join in the middle of the bit, um, actually allowed a little bit of extra room. So gave that little bit extra space that he needed rather than going for the jointed pit one. Does he stick his tongue out now? No. Wow, yeah. that's so cool. He's a lot, lot happier in it. Um, he's beginning to understand. This is a, this is also, guys, it's also a young horse. Um, so he's still learning the world. He's still learning about correct contact, traveling forward into it. Um, he's a cobby guy. So, you know, he was assumed every time he felt pressure in the mouth, that was a downward transition. So we've been doing a little bit of work with that as well. Um, he's very sweet, very genuine, very honest young horse. Um, and he will be lovely in the future. But so it was just really important that 
you know, to keep him that way, we made him as comfortable as we could in yeah. his mouth and no. trusting the hand. I should have thought if you've got a big tongue and then you put a bit in there as well, mm. that probably is quite uncomfortable. So that is yeah. worth checking out. So those are bomber's bits yeah. and you want it with a paw. Yeah, so this one has, it's the, the, the actual range, I believe is called the happy mouth uh, bits. Yes. And not to be confused with the nave bits that are happy mouth, which are covered in like a nave material yes the um, white ones yeah yeah so um but do have a look on the horse bit bank we'll put a link up yeah for both the bit and the horse bit bank yeah and um, they are lovely there yeah and you know they do they're not the only bits that they do but that's just the one that oh I, they do everything yeah everything they you do it, they have it check them out darlings <laughs> episode this was waves and willies it's not what it sounded on the tin and i am speaking to you only an hour away from when i stood in my tack room tearful at greg when he arrived for my lesson this morning confidence does come in waves um so like the waves in the ocean ride them when they're high and when they're low don't sink don't drown Keep swimming, I think is what we're saying. I'm getting very cheesy here. Oh, you are? Yeah. yeah. Aren't you supposed to be having a gin right now? I know, I'm going to be having my celebratory <laughs> gin that you promised me. Also as well, you know, willy part. Your horse might be a willy sometimes because of the weather, because of the season, because of the conditions. Maybe they're on box rest. Maybe you've had a week off. At the end of the day, don't assume they're going to be a willy when you ride. And if they are, then trust yourself. Remember the promise that you know you can't control everything you can't control the world around you the promise you make when you put your foot in the stirrup is that there's no guarantees that you're not going to come off and you we've gone through being comfortable with that yeah. and just all of these things come together don't they, they do. and you've just got to get on with it i know it's really easy for me to say because if someone would have said that to me an hour ago and i was crying it's not that easy to say to someone who's feeling sick to the stomach mm. but if you're feeling sick to the stomach guys you're not alone this is your chemical reaction, your body trying to keep you safe. For me, I am absolutely feeling so much better, but that's because I have my teacher here today. So if you can get yourself some lessons, please do. Mm. It wouldn't matter if it was a one-off or one at a time, or maybe if you, you can't access it for whatever reason, maybe you've got a friend that will come and talk to you while you ride yeah. as well. Just having someone in the arena walking with you as you're uh, riding is very assuring. Do something. Now, if you live in Powys, you're in luck because you can have a bit of Greg yourself. Yeah. You can't have him at <laughs> one o'clock on a Saturday, darling. That's my slot. <laughs> okay. But you you can get Greg. So how do people get in touch with you, Greg? So they can get in touch with me via looking at the Quest of Confidence page. There's all, nearly always a link for my, my GB you're dress. You're pinned, page. darling. You're pinned to yeah. the top. Um, and then obviously you can also look me up on Facebook myself under GB Dressage. Um, and then send me a PM from there and uh, yeah, start chatting and we'll start talking about what you need from me. Yeah, and we're always saying Greg is called GB Dressage because he is hugely talented at dressage, but he is oh, equally you. the most amazing confidence coach. So you haven't got to be a dressage rider, you haven't got to be going to wanting to go out and do a, the Olympics or even a local dressage test. If you want help with your horses where going in the school, um, just get in touch with Greg and he will drop very subtle dressage learnings into your lessons that help with your confidence. So for me, you've been helping with my seat, with my steering, all of those things make me feel less like a jelly on a plate and you're 
blimmin' brilliant at helping training my brain and understand my chemical reactions. Why do you get jelly legs? Why are you feeling that way? And showing me that actually, if you just get on the horse and ride, mm -hmm. things will get better with your confidence. They will indeed. So there you go. Um, I did have something for you that I was going to talk about, about our... Um, things that we find. But I'm going to save that for next week because it's nearly Christmas and you might want these things as a Christmas mm. present, guys. So um, thanks for listening and thank you so much, Greg. And You're very I welcome. do remember you promised me a gin. Yeah, let's get cracking then. <laughs> Catch you till next week's questies. Bye. Bye.